Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week this is the place you go to when you want to learn the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary, from shadow people to hat men and angels to aliens. You come here. We like to take on all the personal stories, all of the research, and uh, just kind of find the pattern, pull it apart, understand it, uh, you know, make a comfortable place for people to share what's going on in their world. So go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com, and tell me your stories, tell me your thoughts, tell me your comments. Tell me what you've heard from somebody in the family. I mean, research. If you've gone out checking things out for yourself, I want to hear your theories. I don't have all the answers. Nobody does. And we just kind of all piece it together and try to better understand what's going on. And uh, I'm telling you, give me your details. The longer the email, the better. I'm telling you, it really helps paint a picture. And I hear from the listeners that are really digging when people get down into it. And you know what? You guys are always welcome to come on the show to talk about your experiences. I rarely have somebody volunteer such a thing, uh, but <laughs> I don't know what that is. But I get it, too. I mean, people get nervous and they don't want to be recognized. And I'm like, oh, sure, you know, just just send it on over and I'll, I'll do my best. Um, and also, you know, I have a lot of people that have been uh, wanting to send me photos and drawings and things like that. And my uh, form that's on my website doesn't quite allow for that. So just write me an email. How about that? HeidiHollis at gmail.com. And uh, just say, here. Here's the image. This is my drawing. This is what I saw. I'm open to it. You know, I got to create a a page on my website to um, place all of these because it's it's really cool. It's really it really helps paint a picture when uh, people do that. So, um, yeah. So anyways, (laughs) guess what today is? It's my favorite type of show. Yes, it is. We are tackling your emails. 
the outlandish corner. It's what I've called it in the past, and I've kind of just kind of, I don't know, stuck with it until something else comes to mind. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> and I have to tell you guys, you've been listening to me. I see that I received um, some really juicy emails, and uh, I'm dying to dig into them. And for those of you who do not know, I do not read these in advance unless somebody has in the title, please help me now. And then I do my best to reach out to them. Uh, Or if I see something needs translating, like one of my emails for today, and then I have to put it through Google Translate and hope for the best that it's, uh, it was translated well, you know, because eh, I I mean, we all use slang, right? Uh, And I don't know how well Google Translate is at picking some of that stuff up. But we're going to have to piece it together today because I got one. I don't know where it came from, but it was Spanish. And um, yeah, yeah. And every once in a while, I do get emails like that, or I get somebody that reaches out to me on social media, speaking another language, and yeehaw, Google Translate comes to <laughs> the rescue again. You know, uh, and I want to tell you guys, reach out to me. At one Heidi Hollis on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of that. Uh, I'll answer. I really do. Um, yeah. I mean, so far, <laughs> might take me a bit, but I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, feel free to follow me, too. You know, it's uh, always good to get to know people. All right, you guys. So uh, we're going to dive on in. H- how about that? Um, <laughs> and this first email is a doozy. Hold on. Okay. All right. It's a big one. It's a big one. It's not, not too crazy. Um, but you know, again, I don't care how many pages you take up. If I could fit it in a show, I'm going to fit it in a show. All right. All right. This one says, dear Heidi, I just started to listen to your podcast a while back. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I have had more encounters with various entities than I can count over the years. When I was around 10, my parents and I were sitting outside one summer evening. It was nearing bedtime and had been completely dark for over an hour. We all look up and see a basketball-sized, from our perspective, sphere slowly floating horizontally across the sky. Ooh, that's cool. It stopped for a bit, then jerked down and back up and did that a couple of times. That had to be neat. That's a, a nice family venture. <laughs> then it appeared to fall from the sky and landed about a quarter mile from us. That's specific. Wow, you're pretty good at that. I'd be like, I don't know, it's like close that way. <laughs> there was a round burnt spot in the field for a while after that. Oh, It was not the moon, because the moon was also out in another part of the sky and was smaller and white, while this sphere was bright orange. Ooh, this was the 1970s, so we were never questioned, and even though it appeared in our local newspaper, oh, that's neat, I don't remember the details. I had dreams about beings looking through my window at night, For years. Ooh, that's disturbing. Hmm. I was so convinced. I woke up my dad at times, but he found no one. Huh. Then around eighth grade, I had a very traumatic dream. Okay. All right. You know, I I wonder if I should stop right here real briefly. Uh, People that piece together the understanding that 
dreams have a play in all these things. It really, really fascinates me because we just know. We just know that there is something else, something bigger going on when, uh, you know, our inner selves also take part. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I hope so, because uh, this is this is a pattern. This is a pattern, everybody. Here's a pattern. We're always talking about patterns. Well, here goes one for you. Um, people have odd dreams that surround around um, topics that you might be experiencing in real life. Uh, I don't know where this is going yet, though, because I haven't read it. And you know what? We always look for patterns between the emails I just so happen to randomly choose, too. So I, that's always a fun one. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see what these two emails that I got sitting here before me, um, where they go. They're big emails right now that I see. So, um, uh, yeah. So anyways, continuing. You had a, a traumatic dream. Okay. I dreamed I was shown a baby that I knew somehow. They took her from me in the dream. And I was heartbroken for days. Oh, boy. You guys know where this is going, no? All right. If you've been listening to this show, maybe. <laughs> I had not experienced the death of a close relative at that point, but I experienced real grief. I don't know what that was all about, but I felt a true connection to that little child and was devastated. I don't even know how to feel about that now. I certainly have no explanation for it. For years, I have witnessed all types of unidentified spheres, cigar-shaped phenomena, triangles, red and white orbs that floated stationary above my yard. Now, okay, guys, I mean, are you, are you listening to this email? I, I have a feeling... I have a feeling that this person brought this up for a reason and almost doesn't want to say what um, may be actually going on here. I mean, people are reluctant. They're reluctant. It's like, um, oh, I don't even want to use that example. It came to mind, but um, I'll just skip that one. Um, but it's like, it's like pointing the finger at something like, couldn't be that, you know, but... I'm just talking about a UFO that was in the yard and the burnt spot. And gosh, I felt like beings, not people, beings were looking in my window. And, and then I had the dream of a baby that I somehow knew. And it bothered me. It was taken from me. I mean, we're looking at alien phenomena, UFO, right? Creatures at the window. And now this thought that a baby that somehow you were very close to was taken away. Um, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Everybody else filling in the blanks? I, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing what we're talking about here. Alien hybrids? Mm? I, I hate to say it. Um, perhaps this person doesn't want to say it. They don't want to think something like that happened to them. Um, but we'll see. We'll continue reading this, okay? Because uh, still don't know quite where it's going. Or just one, one, one baby step at a time. Ah, pun intended. I'm terrible. Okay, hold on. Uh, where am I? <laughs> this email, it's a big one. Uh, okay. So that was eighth grade. 
Eighth grade, huh? That's, um, all right. Moving on. Heartbroken for days, unidentified spheres, cigar-shaped. Now, you guys have heard of the different types of craft, right? So spheres, cigar-shaped phenomena, uh, triangles. Now, the cigar-shaped UFO are huge. I've seen one. Huge. Uh, triangles. I've seen those. <laughs> I called one down. Ooh, I called one down. That really... Um, practically flattened us, um, you know, myself and my friends. And, you know, having that ability to call down craft, like in a big way, I, I guess I didn't realize that was, uh, it was weird. Okay. I understood it was weird. I just didn't know how rare, I guess, but I've heard a lot of people do this, um, you know, at times, but this person here, it sounds like they are, uh, one to attract such phenomena and myself as well and um, saying hey you guys my friends have never seen such a thing and, and then they come so it's, it's odd so I wonder I wonder um, this person I mean, there's a lot of different craft that you're describing here alright um, and then there's the family the family witnesses too alright and they continue I've seen a red and white football shaped craft that followed me for about 30 miles one night Man, you really have a lot going on as far as craft popping up. All right, you know what, you guys, believe it or not, we're at our first break. And I want to finish this email. And it looks like it's going to get really, really good. I, I don't know. All right. You guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. You stick around. We'll be right back. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. 
And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Just before the break, I was reading off something from the outlandish corner. Mm-hmm, I sure am. And uh, <laughs> it's a juicy email, and we're talking about a lot of different types of craft that invaded this person's life. And uh, also had strange creatures peeking in their bedroom and had a really, quote, traumatic dream where... A baby that they somehow knew, but weren't quite sure how they knew, uh, was taken from them and were heartbroken for days. And um, I'm thinking something. You guys might be thinking something. And, oh, let's hope not, because this uh, poor lady was in the eighth grade only when that happened. So, um, all right, here we're, but we're continuing as they're sharing about some of the various craft that they'd seen. And one of them being a football-shaped craft, that's amazing. Cigar-shaped, those are big. Triangles, those could be big and small. And red-white orbs that floated stationary above the yard. I mean, these people, her family, uh, had a very, very active arena that they were living in. All right, continuing. Where I live is quite rural, and a ridge runs behind my house. A pyramid built by Native Americans, ooh, sat on top at one point. At one point, what happened to it? Oh, (laughs) Oh, are they continuing saying that? Oh, no, no. Okay, it says, in the mid-1960s, it is rumored to have had a flying saucer levitate above the pyramid for a couple of hours around 11 p.m. or midnight ever so often for a couple of years. I am really wondering where you're at. The pyramid was disassembled. They are speaking about it. This is cool. The pyramid was disassembled before I moved here. So I never witnessed that. How many things have been disassembled like that? That's um, that's upsetting, guys. Wow. You know, I guess... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking way back with the settlers, like, you know, pilgrims or something. Like, oh, well, there's some bricks over here. Let's build a house. But, you know, we're talking about in the 60s? People dismantled like that? So dismissive and harmful. Oh, my gosh. All right. So um, so you were never able to witness that. So a UFO like to hang over the pyramid in the backyard. That's something else. Um, I guess the neighbors were 
a little uneasy about that taking place, I, I can imagine. Um, <laughs> um, okay, and you continue. Um, when I moved here, I had my first encounter. Oh, no. With a head and shoulders shadow person. And I think hat man also. All right. Uh, for you guys that don't know, if you go to uh, shadowfolks.com or heidihouse.com, you'll, you'll see the head and shoulder shadow is what I call it. Kind of looks like a, a, a really bulky man with its head directly connected to its shoulders. And they're big mothers. Ooh, they're huge. And um, hat man, well, we know what that beast is, right? Oh, okay. So you had a whole bunch of shenanigans going on. All right. Continuing. We had been moved in maybe a few weeks when I am lying in bed on my back. I am dreaming. I am leaning against a wall talking to my mom when someone whispers my name in my ear ugh, from behind me. It is impossible to be behind me in my dream and in real life. I startle awake in complete darkness. Oh gosh, I got chills. And I see a leg about six inches away from me attached to some darker than dark caped figure. Ugh. Anybody else got chills? Is it just me? Ugh. That's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. It, okay, so I, hold on. Listen to this translation between they had a dream. They hear a voice. And it, even in this dream state, they know something's not right because it's just like the situation, the, the spacing between the wall, who could be behind me, startles their consciousness to, to wake them up. It's like an alarm system, you know? Isn't that weird? Your gut instinct is reasoning things out. And, uh, you know, there's something to be said about these dreams that seem so real and then translate in to this reality it's really something it's hard to uh put into words exactly what that feels like guys it's like yeah i'm dreaming but i knew something was wrong and and then i opened my eyes it's it's a weird translation but man it it happens a lot to people and um i'm always like i'm enamored that when the people like this person here listen to this instinct and pop awake like that. So um, more power to you because it, it tells me that, um, you know, you're more likely to protect yourself than the next person that might sleep through it. And um, who knows what will happen? Yeah, that's disturbing, huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, continuing. Where is it? All right. There we go. Um, a caped figure. Mm. Hat man. He likes to switch it up sometimes and wear a cape. Um, I scream out in terror. I can imagine. <laughs> Which wakes my husband. Who asked me what was going on. Huh. Okay, so you're an adult now. Um, I do not remember saying this, but I was told I said he's back. When he asked who, I said the devil. Oh, 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 chills, 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 chills. I just remember being terrified and crying uncontrollably. You see, you see this, guys? Do you see this? Before I knew what Hatman was, because I hadn't experienced him for, uh, personally. This was uh, uh, something that a college roommate had experienced, and I thought it was just another form that shadow people took. 
Um, and when I first started putting word out there about, you know, this thing existing and put it on my website, I, just so many people getting back to me saying, who is this guy? He's the devil, isn't he? Like, I, I didn't give him a name like that. It was hundreds, hundreds of people. Hundreds. Remember, I, I was the only one talking on this stuff. I, I, I brought this forward, and um, yeah, it's crazy to think one one lady, huh? But uh, truth hurts for some people. I think I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's like I know what I had to do in this life, and um, that was one of them. And it's it's hard to fathom. Um, but man, the the pattern, and people were screaming. It's the devil for years before I would talk about it directly because um, it was humbling, first off. It was horrifying. And everybody around me freaked out knowing I was drawing this conclusion and about to put it out there. And as soon as I was starting to take steps closer, I'd get friends, family. What are you working on, Heidi? Please stop it. Whatever it is, I can't sleep. I feel creepy. Something's going on. Something's around me. And so I take a pause. Mm-hmm. I even reached out um, to Lorraine uh, Warren. I was about to ask her advice. What do I do? I discovered something, uh, but I happen to be living in Australia at the moment. So I uh, couldn't afford that phone call to talk to her. <laughs> it was before, uh, yeah, um, having everything or it's online. So easy to, to reach out that way. But Oh, man, it was, uh, but Mr. Zaffis wrote me back and he's like, feel free to reach her, but I just didn't. And, but it's a good thing, too, because then then uh, my conclusions weren't like, um, you know, confused with other people's conclusions or anything like that, because it was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't mine. It was hundreds of people, hundreds. And then also having the recollections on, you know, things I was supposed to be working on here in this lifetime and, well, ah, uh, it's the devil. I'm sorry. Uh, I, did I get distracted? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just kidding. Wait. All right. Uh, uh, back on track. Back on track. Okay. So the devil, you screamed out the devil. And uh, she says, I just remember being terrified and crying uncontrollably. I have never slept in complete darkness since. I understand that. And I actually recommend that to people. Hatman reappeared when my son was 13 or 14 in recurring dreams where Hatman tried to coax him to do evil and violent acts. It's disgusting. When he told me of these dreams, I contacted every prayer warrior I knew. Ooh, girlfriend. All right. <laughs> I had unspoken prayer requests on every prayer list I knew of. Oh, man. Going after a kid. You guys hear this? This is typical of Hatman. Imagine, I, I see her name is Brenda. Brenda, imagine people calling Hatman a guardian angel. Huh, huh, how's that sound? After you've experienced such a thing and, and you sleep in, in light ever since. A guardian angel. Well, he doesn't scare me, so he must be good. No, right, Brenda? Your 13, 14-year-old had to figure that out, that it wasn't a, a positive entity that was invading. You guys, listen to this. 
And more recently, I heard that somebody, some people, are going around trying to say officially, these guys are benign. You know, they're benign. Don't worry about them. What? Are you living in this world? (laughs) What people are talking about? Have you experienced it regularly? I know I did. Nothing fluffy, nothing positive, nothing protective, nothing I want to invite, nothing I want to say is guarding me. Mm-mm. Of God? No. Absolutely evil. Evil. <clears throat> evil. Um, wow. I- I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I get really especially angry when it comes to kids being affected. And what if that child had listened? What would happen? What would happen when you listen to the devil himself? What would happen even as a child? He's crossing what we think we have this innocent barrier. We're not responsible for our actions, but apparently he's trying to get you to act during this innocent stage. You guys, we got to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. 
a story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Today, it is the Outlandish Corner. We are addressing your emails and, uh, man, I... You know, whenever I get these emails that involve children, I, I, my, my brain kind of just stalls because I'm so angry. I'm so angry. I, I just have such a, a rage. And, you know, I, I, I just um, I, I don't think it's fair that this thing comes after children the way that it does. And, and you know, here's uh, Brenda is talking about her... 13-year-old child getting approached by Hatman to do evil things in these really real dreams, you know? And, and we think, well, they're dreams, right? If they were just innocent dreams, he wouldn't come in them. But he tries to see what will help get his way in your life. Does that make sense? Encourage you, like, can they hear me? Will they pay attention to what I'm asking of them in this dream? If it's possible to do it here, I can move it up a level and step out of the dream. Just like in Brenda's situation, uh, she had this dream, her, her, her back's to the wall, and somebody whispered in her ear and opens her eyes to see he's in the room. Okay, that's uh, that's more than disturbing, you know. I mean, talk about your nightmares stepping into reality. This this is going on on the regular for people, on the regular. I am so I can't help but to get angry about it. And and then he moves down the line and gets your kid like a side snack, you know. And Brenda, I don't blame you for sleeping with the light on. I do recommend people having a light nearby. I also make sure I have a light nearby. And for me, it's a matter of being able to see what's coming my way because (laughs) I always wake up when something's in the room that shouldn't be there. Now, generally, they don't get into my bedroom any longer, um, but I like to be ready so I can react because these things like to hide for a reason so you can't protect yourself. 
And when I can identify like, oh, okay, that one's this. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got you. Hold on. Left hook, right. You know, which one do I lead with? And then a sprinkling of some Jesus on it, because that's the only way to do the KO. Uh-huh. Knockout. <laughs> All right. Um, moving forward in this email, we're almost done with this. Wow. And, and and more power to you, Brenda, getting those prayer warriors going like there wasn't a prayer list that you weren't on. <laughs> way to go. Way to go. All right. Um, so that's where we left off, talking about getting on every prayer list and prayer warrior going. I, I love that. That's that's a nice little, little touch. Um, okay. No one knew except my family what all the prayer was about. I did some cleansings and called upon St. Michael in desperation. Every morning, I would ask my son if he was still there. He said in the dreams, he would have a top hat and a trench coat or cape and would lurk on the outskirts of his dreams. Do you, do you, oh, do you hear this? You see the changing up trench coat or, or cape? People think, oh, that's the laughing man that wears the cape and the top hat. Here we got, it's interchanging. He's interchanging. He's interchanging. All right. Um. He would be outside his window or watching him from afar. Oh, you guys, man, I, I am, I'm chilled. I don't know if it's being angry or, <laughs> I don't know. All right. One morning after my plea to St. Michael, he said Hatman was engaging him when a being in a white glowing robe that sparkled blue and gold, appeared, held his hand out, and a glowing beam hit Hatman, and poof, he disappeared. Okay, these are nice goosebumps I got now. These are really nice goosebumps. Oh, guys, how beautiful. The dreams stopped. (laughs) Love it. We see and feel things here still, but this email is long enough already. (laughs) Oh no, girlfriend, you could have kept it going. I'm enjoying this. I enjoy your work and find your insights helpful and enlightening. Brenda. Oh my gosh. Brenda, way to bring it up there in the end. Poom, poom, poom. Wow. Wow. You guys, do you hear this? This is not the first email about St. Michael coming forward. This is not. And, and you know, St. Michael is, is uh, you know, Archangel Michael. He's a, he's He likes to kick some hat man behind, is all I'll tell you. Because he, he seems to bring it. Um, now, I'll tell you, it, it, I, I hear of St. Michael in the Christian faith, the Catholic faith, um, and it, it's it's so enlightening and, and welcoming when I hear people who aren't ashamed to say uh, they brought their faith up. They brought it front and center, got the prayers rolling. Brenda, what? A, I mean, my gosh. I mean, I hope you wear a cape, girlfriend, because it sounds like you know exactly what was needed in the situation. And it's I understand you still may have that feeling that something is still there. These evil things are patient. They try to look for a crack for a way in. So it's always good to keep your defenses up. I have to keep my defenses up. I mean, 
I'm talking about these things on the regular. They hate my guts. Absolutely. And I take it as a compliment and um, wouldn't change it for anything in the world. So things are always on the outskirts, <laughs> on the outside looking in. You know, it, it, that's that's fine. Keep them, keep them at a nice distance and they'll, they'll get tired of waiting sometimes, you know, and leave you alone where you don't feel like anything's creeping around. But for the most part, I mean, if you're that bright of a light where they really want to get you, yeah, they're going to keep looking. I mean, they're patient like that, but, you know, it is what it is. I have more confidence in the positive than the dark, you know what I'm saying, to keep it at bay and to keep pushing it further away. And uh, apparently you understand exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, you know, kudos to you for being uh, a mom that is absolutely like Jimmy on the spot. Boom. Uh-uh. No, not my son. <laughs> Now imagine the next parent who may have had something paranormal happen in their life, which happens quite a bit, but they put it in the back of their head and and they thought if they uh, just pushed it back there and disregarded it, it's not going to be prominent in their life. And so they try to encourage their child to do the same thing. That didn't happen. Don't see it happen. Or they're just like angry about it. And some of these people get angry in denial and, uh, It really leaves the child exposed. Imagine this 13-year-old. I mean, everything is changing in their life. They're going into high school, hormones and all this stuff. So much is going on. And then this freaking evil thing that you know in your personal experience, you called the devil, is coming after your kid. You hear me? I mean, coming after your kid and they're alone in it. Because you won't talk about it. This is why we got to change it up. We can't leave people hanging like this. We can't leave children hanging like this. We can't. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to do my part. I hope everybody does their part. I always welcome people. Find me at Shadow People and Hatman Experiencer group on Facebook or Paranormal Pledge. So you guys can, you know, share your stories. Talk about this stuff. Don't be ashamed about it. And, uh, you know, so many people, they they create these profiles uh, that, you know, are brand new (laughs) because they don't want to put their name to having experienced something like that. And I get it. So if you do write me and you don't want your name shared, you know, that's fine. You know, make something up, Um, you know, whatever it is. Or if you want to just personally have a a, a venting session, (laughs) that's welcomed as well. I, I'm, oh, you guys, such a fortunate kid to have Brenda in it to uh, set the record straight and show Hatman the door. And boom, you know, St. Michael, uh, uh, hello. <laughs> that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. I, I'm, I'm thrilled to have read that here. Uh, all right, you guys, I'm going to the next email. And this is the one that I had to get translated, okay? So it's going to be a bit choppy. I did not try to edit this thing. I just threw it through Google Translate. I'm raw as it gets. And uh, so we're going to hope that this did a good job. (laughs) Alrighty. (laughs) All right. This one says, years ago, when I was about to go to sleep, in the right corner at my feet was a chair and on it, was a black sphere formed like black smoke. 
and began to stretch vertically. Oh my gosh, chills. Stretch vertically to form a man with a hat and a pilot? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. (laughs) He stood up and walked through the light from the window to the side of my bed. And he jumped on me and started to choke me very hard. I wanted to get rid of him, but it was like touching cigarette smoke. Oh my gosh, you guys. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine this? This is just absolute (laughs) disgusting chills. And I'm I'm like imagining this sphere of black smoke. The black smoke thing I've been hearing a lot more about when it comes to Hatman. I wonder if he's just got a different mode of transportation. Back in the day, he used to ride a black horse. Um, Now we're doing black, smoky balls. I don't know. Um, All right, you guys, uh, we're going to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. 
drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I have an email from Maria, and uh, this is absolutely Google Translation at its finest. I am reading through this email that... uh, I'm just, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing to me some of the ways that Hatman manifests and getting a lot of emails talking about him coming in a smoky form. And um, this is, I don't know, have I gotten another email recently about the Black Sphere? It sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Hmm. But it's not common. It's not common. It's not like this is a common, common thing. But more recently, it has been. And people being really specific to say smoke. And this uh, person, Maria, saying uh, he was like touching cigarette smoke. Here she is being choked and tried to get rid of him. But it was like smoke. Isn't that weird? It's like, what do you do when you're that helpless? And what's with the choking all the time? He does this a lot. And uh, I don't know. It's just angering. All right. So so she spots this black smoky ball. And it stretches to form Hat Man. And he stood up. Stood up. Stood up. <laughs> walked through the light of the window and just jumped on her. Started choking her. And uh, she said she felt weaker to continue here. And when I felt that I couldn't breathe anymore, I thought, God is the light. Turn on the light. (gasps) You guys, oh my gosh. Okay, I got beautiful, beautiful goosebumps. And I stretched my right arm with great effort, with it hanging me, huh? Hanging me until I reached, oh, hanging on her. He was hanging on her until I reached the light knob. And there I turned on the light and he disappeared. You guys, look at the connection between the prior email and this one randomly selected again. Synchronicities. You guys hear about the magic of synchronicities? Happen a lot. Even in the midst of this, 
happen a lot. And people say, well, what is that with synchronicities? And I like to think it lets me know I'm doing or being right where I'm supposed to be. And here's a message for a prior email, Brenda, who likes to keep light on around her. I do too. I do too. And look at this prime example right here. (laughs) How cool. How cool. Light does deter him. It doesn't keep uh, him away 100%, but it helps. God is the light, just as Maria said. (laughs) I love this. I love this. Okay, so he's hanging on her and she reaches for the, the, the knob of the light and he disappeared. She continues, it was one of the biggest scares I had in my life. I bet. Years later, in addition to dreaming of deaths that later happened, one day in the country where I live, I felt the animals were going crazy. The horses were neighing, the cows mooed, the dogs barked, the roosters crowed, and suddenly a total silence. Ooh. I felt footsteps on the galleries around the house. I spy to see from both sides like three times or four consecutively. I see nothing. I lay down on the sofa bed and there I feel my left shoulder being touched from behind. Do you hear? Oh my gosh. Do you see another synchronicity between the prior email? I am not kidding you guys. I do not set these things up. I literally grab them just before the show. This one, I'm like, oh, this has got to go through Google Translate. (laughs) And here it is about being touched. I'm sorry. Brenda heard from behind her. And here, this person is laying down and touched from behind. It's, 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 It's a synchronicity of a sort, right? She continues, I want to get up and he pushes me down three times and I begin to hear a voice that I didn't understand because it seemed to be in slow motion and all deformed. But here goes a voice behind. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Synchronicity. Out of fear. I turned on the flashlight and it disappeared. (laughs) I want more people to know that we are not alone. That there are many things around us that we still do not understand. I hope my testimony is one more proof that the beyond exists. And she signs it, Lords. Uh, So, uh, Maria... Lourdes, 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 or Lourdes. Um, wow, Maria, Lourdes. That was amazing. Thank you for taking the time to share that because <sighs> there's a lot of people who suffer in silence on these things. And you, your testimony, your ability to express and to realize, to reach out for God. and and a God particle, the light, and and to own it, you know? You know, I have to tell you, I heard recently that 
Uh, I don't know if these numbers are are true, but I, it was uh, uh, a priest that was speaking to uh, how many people who practice their faith in France are four percent of the population, like itty bitty, you know. And um, you know, I, I get it about uh, past misdeeds of different faiths. It's not just uh, not just uh, one, you know. But yeah, the we all know what took place in, in the Catholic faith, and a lot of people just dumped, just dumped their faith. And I, and I get it to an extent. Again, I keep saying it to an extent. I get it. But man, where was that faith put at? I mean, not it should not be in the man in the fluffy robe, you know? And I read these emails, and it's... It's not as common as I would like to see that people call upon the light, uh, God, Jesus, you know, their faith to to pull them out. I mean, I'm hoping, I am hoping getting people more comfortable to speak to that um, happens. You know, I'll use myself as an example. Here, Lourdes is using herself as an example. Brenda, hello. She got on every prayer list out there to show, hey, not going to take this lying down. (laughs) Man. So it is so empowering and it's so encouraging uh, to hear that. And and I'm, I'm, you guys have no idea. I'm sitting here head to toe, positive, positive goosebumps, like, ah, I feel some grounds being covered and um, people are waking up. And, and and these stories like this, stories like this should encourage you. You know, don't, don't be dismayed. Don't be, um, don't let yourself to be held back in the face of the devil. Hello? Did you hear me? The devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's the devil. Am I saying, some people say devil, Diablo. <laughs> devil is coming into people's lives. And they didn't take it. And they reached out to the opposing force. God, Jesus, prayers, angels, <laughs> Archangel Michael, St. Michael. My goodness. And it's working. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. So thank you, ladies, for stepping forward randomly. <laughs> you know, I almost got tears in my eyes right now because I'm just like, oh, man. It, it is really, it's it's nice. It's really nice. And uh, again, I, I'm not a Bible thumper. I'm realistic. And uh, I've seen enough to, to know that people are getting themselves into deep trouble. And, uh, you know... I would get so many people uh, in the past that were just begging, please help, please help, what do I do? Oh my gosh. You know, and, and it's like, uh, it's turning a corner where people are telling me that they called upon the right things. They did the right things to get out from under the depression, oppression, possession, uh, progression of this evil uh, coming at them. I didn't have to bark it. I didn't have to say, hey, Hey, you, you just said the devil, but you didn't go and look to God to help you. I didn't have to say it. Thank you. It lets me know that uh, 
whether it's my message or not, that of the message somehow is reaching you. So you know better, you know what's best and you're keeping it at bay. And it's okay if you start to feel the heebie-jeebies, you know, just sprinkle some more Jesus on it. It'll be okay. (laughs) I have to do it myself. So bless your space. Keep a light nearby, whatever it is. uh, it, It works. Put your ethereal foot up his backside. That works too. Not to swing, I'm saying, but, you know, just to push that positive energy out to keep him at bay. He is not as powerful as some people give him credit to, and he's not your friend, okay? Oh, you guys, this has been a really amazing show. I, I hope you feel good. I feel really good. Like, like my head even feels light. <laughs> I feel light. Because <laughs> you guys are using the light, quite literally. And it's okay. It's great. Uh, I want to remind you guys to go to shadowfolks.com or HeidiHollis.com. Tell me your stories. Tell me your research. Tell me whatever is on your mind out there when it comes to anything out of the ordinary. From the positive to the negative. Give me some Jesus encounter stories. Some angel encounter stories. All of it. I want to hear it all because uh, we cover it all here. And uh, I write books on all of this stuff too. So, And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at one, put a one in front of my name, uh, one Heidi Hollis. And uh, yeah, reach out. Tell me what's going on. Whew. All right, you guys, we're going to end it right here on a really great note. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.